Welcome back, folks, to the Mel Wright Show. It's episode 189. It's me and my great co-host, Robert. Robert, would you like to introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? Sure. So uh, John just informed me this morning that we had an almost record month in March, which makes one in a very long series of almost record months. So we're really happy. We're so pleased that we're getting you content that you guys like. I am the founder of Inbound REM, which is, uh, it stands for Inbound Real Estate Marketing. We are a uh, inbound marketing company that focuses on SEO, building websites our clients own, things like that. You can learn more about me at inboundrem.com. That's great. And I'm the founder of MailRight. We're a suite of software solutions. We're your marketing company in a box in a way. So go to Mel Riot and find out something more. And in this episode, what we're going to be discussing is podcasting. Um, I think it's a great way if you're an agent and you're looking to build credibility in your community um, to do podcasting. Uh, I know a couple uh, agents that do podcasting to build their credibility, to increase their network of movers and shakers in their local community that they personally know. And I think it's a a great thing to do. What do you reckon, Robert? All right. Well, so for everybody that's listening, um, uh, what I've noticed about podcasts is, especially if it depends on who you are, but podcasts can, can be an amazing can do a number of different things. It can drive engagement for your website. It can it can create additional content as I use it for my site. So I have a lot of content on my site and I, I use this podcast as kind of like what would be referred to as filler content. But somebody could really learn a lot about me if they decided to run through all these podcast episodes. Um, I have a lot of people more and more mentioning that they've listened to podcast episodes. About one out of every four clients that I talk to now mention that they've heard me or that they've listened to one or two or more of these podcast episodes. Um, Today, we're going to talk to John because uh, I don't know if a lot of you know this, a lot of our listeners know this, but I came on as a guest speaker. I was approached by John's co-host at the time, who is is an active rain follower of mine. And uh, he approached me about doing a podcast episode. Actually, he found my website first. But here's the thing. John has established not one, but two successful podcasts. As the numbers grow for MailRite, my understanding, which I am not the expert John is, but my understanding is that we're doing a pretty good job and that our podcast is actually becoming fairly popular. Again, that's thanks to you, our our amazing listeners, and we we really are grateful for that. So now here we are, uh, and it occurred to me, and John, as usual, is humoring me, uh, that, uh, that, that we don't, we've never talked about how to start a podcast and the guy that knows how to start them is my host is our, not my host is the host. And I'm really the co-host show shows really his, but, um, he's made it ours, which is another thing I think about, about a brilliant guy doing podcasts. So well, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to do it with a good co-host and you are a good, co- good co-host, Robert. <laughs> Um, so today what I I convinced John to do is we're going to interview John on how to start your own podcast. And we're going to focus on the real estate space, which means that we're going to be talking to John about his ideas about doing a podcast, uh, in the real estate space, which means you're not going to be focused on what we focus on. Real estate marketing makes no sense in terms of, unless you're trying to recruit agents. So, uh, John, I, I know I've just, 
gone on this huge diatribe. Um, why don't you, first of all, I already know the story a little bit, but would you do, do all of us a favor? So you, you know, flash for flashback four years ago, you have two shows, you have WP tonic, which focuses on, um, uh, actually, why don't you explain what the two shows are and why you founded both of them? If you don't mind. Um, well, I do another show called WP Tonic, um, which is aimed at people using WordPress um, to build online courses. And WordPress runs about 30% of the internet websites at the present moment. Um, it's the technology that you use yourself, Robert, um, for your own websites. It, um, um, I've been an active member of the WordPress community for over 12 years. And um, I've, I've been a front-end developer, a um, bit of a back-end developer myself. Um, so that's what that podcast is about. It's about um, people looking to build courses and revenue online through their experience um, by building educational websites. Um, like I say, this this podcast is aimed at real estate agents um, looking um, interested in technology to generate leads. Um, and we cover a broad subjects. Um, like I say, we've been getting more popular. So I, I think we're touching um, a sweet point with the audience. Now, I mean, when but, but it, why did you start these podcasts? So, so flash forward back all the way back to when you started WP Tonic, which was your first podcast. It was you, it, it preceded MailRite by a couple of years, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, about 18 months. Yeah. Okay. So why do you, like what inspired you in the first place? Like why did you think a podcast would be a good way to advertise your business? I want to get people into the mindset of is this right for them or not? So why was it right for you? Um, that's a great question. Well, basically, I was influenced by a former um, co-host of WP Tonic and MailRite, and that's Bill Conrad. And Bill's wife is an active agent in the Reno area. Um, Bill um, builds all his own websites using WordPress. He's um, he has a, a he's the head of the National Association of Podcasting. Um, he started that about three years ago, and that's got an active membership. He's big into podcasting. We met at a WordPress meetup in Reno, and he had just moved to Reno. Him and his wife from Southern California. And um, he said, why not do a podcast? And I had been thinking about it. But, um, folks, the biggest hurdle to this is actually doing the first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like most things. Um, the first step of a thousand-mile journey is the first step, as they say. Uh, um, so I've been thinking about it for a little while, for over a couple of years, but I've done nothing about it. Um and Bill said, oh, well, I, I do the mechanics. We're, we're just talking about WordPress. And um, off I went and did my first, um, and he was my co-host for WP Tonic for, I think, the first um, 60 to 80 episodes. Um, with um, WP Tonic, we're up to 389 episodes now. Wow. Uh, uh, um, but I, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm even more bonkers, folks. I actually do two episodes a week for the WP Tonic. Um, um, 
but that's how you build audience by doing a lot of content, folks. Uh, um, so that's how that started. And then I, I wanted to build, uh, using WordPress, a SaaS product that would really help real estate agents. And that's how MailRite started. Okay. So, so let me just recap. You, you met a gentleman, Bill Conrad, who is the president of the National Association of Podcasters. He convinced you to start a podcast for WP Tonic. Somewhere in there, you started to realize that the real estate space was underserved, maybe through a relationship with Bill and his wife. And then you decided that in order to advertise, you knew you'd at some point need a lot. Like if you're going to have a product, you figured that having a platform like a show that a lot of real estate agents listen to would be a useful way to, to discuss that. And you decided to start a show on real estate marketing. Is that basically it? Yeah. And um, actually, it's been education for myself as much as the listeners. Okay. So I think, that, I think that touches on a great point. So for our listeners, guys, it's very helpful. Like, let's say there's a, a part of your real estate arsenal that you're a little weakened, such as the transactional side um, or the, the, you know, something or, or the property, property it, like uh, maintenance or adherence side where you, where you don't necessarily know that much about how you'd repair a property, who you'd call. Might be an interesting thing for you to consider starting a podcast of your own, talking about those things, because as John just said, I have discovered that that having a podcast is a great way to learn. Like I know a lot about marketing. I've been in it for 30 years, but I didn't necessarily know about direct mail. Some of our guys that we have coming on here are talking a lot about Facebook, which I'm not that that personally fond of, but I've learned so much about these incredible marketing strategies that people are following and are very successful with. So there's no doubt that there's a lot of different ways to be successful inside the marketing space. And I've learned a ton and, and my respect has grown for some of these other methods. What am I saying? You, as our audience member, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, should and maybe could focus on a podcast topic that, that isn't your strongest strength, something that maybe you're a little weak on. Um, and like, like property maintenance, property repair, because if you get a great how-to property repair podcast going, um, that's going to be something that a lot of homeowners listen to. And you could focus it even more by saying the homeowners of Tennessee or the homeowners of some particular area. And you start talking about home improvement projects for that particular area. So we, so now we know how John got into his, like how he started these podcasts. So John, I'm curious to know what, what kind of equipment do you need when you're starting a podcast? Like what is it specifically did you need to get to get to for yourself before you felt you were ready to do your first episode? Yeah. Thanks for that. Um, before I go into that, I just want to expand on the subjects because I think what you said is great. I also think um, there's two other areas. If you're um, in area um, specialising in investment property with a specialisation in your own area, um, so branding it like if you're living in northern Nevada, which I do, you know, the northern Nevada um, investment property podcast, um, nicheifying it um, to your local area, or just doing a general podcast uh, about the uh, mover shakers in your local area, the politicians, the business leaders, um, the people that are doing stuff in your local community, non-profit, 
it's just a great way um, if you aim it, your podcast, it's just a, at that particular sector. It's just a great way of meeting people that probably buy and selling property. Um, and it, it's a great way of individualizing yourself from the, all the other agents that are in your local community. Gotcha. Now, um, before we, we quickly go for our break, um, the good thing about um, podcasting is that you don't need a lot of expensive equipment, folks. Um, you can get almost 90 to 95% of the sound quality from rather inexpensive equipment. Um, but to get that last, let's say, 10 or 5%, it, to get that last five to ten percent, it increasingly does get expensive. But for podcasting, you don't need that kind of equipment, which is more um, <coughs> more um, more necessary if you're you know you're a professional singer, rock band, or you you know you you got a top podcast that's touching tens of thousands of people, which normally comes from the professional radio background. So what do you need? Well, if you've got a PC or a Mac, the first thing is you need a mic. And the mic I've got here is a USB mic. And what does that mean? Well, a USB mic um, will plug in um, to your computer through your USB. Um there are other mics, but they need a mixer. Um, mixers um, uh, give you more functionality, more flexibility, but they increase the cost and the complexity of setting up. Um, if you're starting on with podcasting, um, get a decent USB mic. Um, this one is it's, uh, Autotech. Um, you can get it on Amazon um, between. 80 to 100 dollars and it's the for a usb mic it is the recommended one by a number of professional podcasters that do training for other podcasters and i've had this mic for about four years and it's what i've used from day one um i did have a uh, a yeti which is another popular mic um i still have that um and that comes with its own stand. Um, it's it's fine, um, but I find you know, long as this is a directional mic, so you've got to get it close to your mouth. And as long as it's close, you you get a rather nice sounding tone. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. we're gonna gonna go for our break, folks, and when we come back, I'm gonna delve into more of the mechanics of podcasting. And we'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back. Um, we're talking about podcasting and how you could use it in your local community to build up your brand, 
your prestige in your local community. People love talking about themselves, especially politicians, nonprofits. They need to publicize their nonprofit. So it's a great way of interviewing some of the top people in your community. Now, um, obviously, you need a computer, Robert. You can either be a Mac or PC. So, um, and then you um, need to be able to record the interview. Now, it might sound strange, but um, actually recording the interviews remotely is probably going to be easier than going to somebody's office and right. recording it um, recording it in their office because you're going to have then have to have two mics. You're then probably going to have to have some um, mixer so you can input two mics into the mixer and then into your computer. It just gets a bit more complicated. So um, the best thing to do, folks, is to interview the people in your local community um, if you're going to do an interview show. And I would suggest that you do look at that initially because actually talking to the mic um, on your own um, for any sustained period is um, a bit of a skill. Some people can do it. Others can't. And um, so interview is probably the best. I would aim at 30 minutes because uh, in length because <coughs> most commute, commutes in the car are around 30 to 40 minutes. Okay. Um, so aim, aim for 30 to 40 minutes. Um, you can do bonus content. You also got um, also if it's remote. Um, most people got a webcam built into their laptop or so, some um, camera device. Um, so also using that for video as well for Facebook Live um, for you, your YouTube channel is a lot easier than it was a few years ago. <coughs> so, so you need um, so. Basically, I would suggest do the interviews remotely. And what should you use to do that with? Well, you, you've got two alternatives that are generally used. You've got Skype. Now, Skype doesn't record, um, doesn't record the, um, it hasn't got a recording mechanism. You have to buy some additional software. The one for the Mac, I, I forgot its name, um, but I'll make sure it's in the show notes. But um, I think it's only around $40. And there's some alternatives for the PC. So that will enable you, when you're doing a recording using Skype, you can actually record the actual um, interview and it will turn it into MPEG-3. And, and then you can do something with that MPEG-3. Now, the software solution we use... Um, for this podcast, we use Zoom, and Zoom is excellent for this. Um, you can buy a year, um, you, you can try Zoom for free, and it will record 45 minutes, um, and it will cut you off. So, um, so, but I would pay for the next level up, which probably, if you pay it for in the year, um, will probably 
cost you about $150 or you can pay it monthly and it'll cost you $15 a month. And then um, I use a, a add-on of Zoom called Zoom Webinar, but you actually don't need that if you're just doing um, normal um, interviews. I use it because uh, I, do, I do webinars and other things. Um, so Zoom is a great platform. It's rock solid. The sound quality is very good. And it will record the video and the audio. And you can record... Um, because I'm using the webinar, I don't know if you can push it. They offer cloud storage. and Or you can download it to your computer. Um, I don't know with the basic paid Zoom, you get those two options. I would have to investigate that. But it's a great way of recording it. So you, um, you've got your mic. You make sure your client's got a half-decent mic. And you aim for a half hour and you do your first podcast, folks. Um, All right. I'm going to recap real quick for everybody who's listening. So, so how much is Zoom? It's about 140 for the year if you pay. 140 it. for the year. Sorry. So, so what basically John has said that his mic is about 100. I have a mic called uh, Blue Ice, uh, which is okay. It's pro- his is probably better, and I think mine cost 89. So, so somewhere in the neighborhood of 100 dollars for a good podcast quality mic that plugs into your USB. That's what he said. In terms of tools, to, and, and, uh, he also said you can have some remote or external equipment, such as a laptop. Um, you can record off a podcast off a lot of different pieces of equipment is what I heard him say, but you could do a desktop, you could do a laptop, you do a MacBook. There's lots of options. Uh, some of the sound quality on these devices is enough to get you started. In my opinion, it's not going to be the best. You should move into the hundred dollar microphone category as quickly as possible. Um, my brother, uh, kind of spanked me verbally when I started to do recorded material and I was still using like my um, my Logitech $30 camera thing here to record my my stuff on. He's like, yeah, no, Robert, don't do that. So <laughs> he's 20, 20 years my junior. So I got, I got chastised by him. Uh, anyway, so um, uh, and then also he's saying uh, in terms of recording services, he really only gave you Zoom as a, as a choice. And in my opinion, Zoom is a great choice. You also have joined me and many, many, many other services that you can move into that can do recording. So really it's, it's a matter of what do you like? What we're using on this show is Zoom. And we're using the Zoom webinar feature specifically because there's a Zoom screencasting feature. A lot of these services get a little confusing because there's many different things the services say that they do. Okay. I do like the fact that in the dashboard, Zoom does specifically say webinar. And as long as you understand that that's the best setting to do for these podcasts, then that's a great way to go. So that's the recap on that. So great. So let's say you're a brand new agent and, or not a brand new agent, but let's say you're an agent, John, and you're trying to come up with some ideas on content. Oh, no, 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 no. Actually, we, we cover a lot of stuff with content and I think we're going to run out of time here in about nine or 10 minutes. So let's not talk about that. Let's talk instead about the thing that you do that, that confuses me because I'm, I'm always in awe of your ability to come up with guests. So why don't you explain how you get guests for your show? How do you get people to come on and spend 30 minutes of their morning doing this crazy-ass podcasting with you? 
Well, I, I just kind of listen to a lot of, um, I, I just kind of do a delve into um, the Pacific um, press that covers the real estate industry. And I look at those that are got anything interesting to say. I look at other um, real estate um, podcasts, their previous guests. I um I look at any kind of media event um um that's going on um where they've got guests because those type of people tend to be up for coming on a podcast because they're um they've got something to say, right? Right. And um so that's what I look for, somebody that's um as you know, spoken before, has been on another podcast because it reduces your chances that A, they're going to have terrible sound quality and B, they're not going to be able to communicate that effectively through a podcast medium. And I think we're reasonably friendly, aren't we, Robert? You know, we try and keep our guests at ease. Well, I do, Robert. I'm not sure about Robert's uh, podcast. I don't know about me, but you, you know, yes. You're right. Uh, Rob, now, um, when it comes to what I've suggested, where you're a real estate agent and you're looking to interview like politicians, non-profit, people in the business community, um, you will have no trouble getting them as guests. Like I say, people love talking on a mic and being and being asked questions. Some people don't. Um, they'll always be the, the very introverted. Um, that the idea of being recorded um, for interview, they will just run to the hills and you just got to accept that. But the majority of people now in 2019 know that um, they've got to get out there, especially if they're um, in a CEO or a higher managerial position. Um, and um, you have no problems getting guests and it, the interview format is one of the more easier ones to get started with. Like I say, talking into the mic, um, it seems a bit easier when you if you do it yourself and right. you just talk into the mic. I can tell you from experience that actually do that effectively and, and not ramble is um, a skill. Um, right. Just to, just to steer this a little bit, so you're saying that one of your methods for finding new guests is to listen to podcasts in your segment, and I'm assuming throw invitations to people that you hear on those podcasts. Is that right? Like email them? Okay. I'm going to also suggest that um, it, it, at least to get started, that you can also approach other podcasters to be a guest on their show so that you can see how, how they run it and ask them the question of how do you get their how do they get their guests? Uh, it might be a little, I, I don't know that I've heard any real estate home improvement podcasts. I'm sure they exist. If you can find a popular one, that might be a great way to approach it. Say I'm a real estate agent. I'd love to be on your show. Uh, this is what I have to offer. Come up with a good pitch, and email the host. Since we're all just basically usually small business people, it's really not that hard to get on podcasts in my opinion. Right? Now, um, there are some key bits that we haven't touched. What I will do, though, um, because it would have ended up being an hour show and we've got a guest next week. Um, what I will do is that my one of my former podcast host, Bill Conrad, has actually got a rather good free course 
um, and I'll make sure it's on YouTube <laughs> and also it's on his website. Uh, I will uh, make sure there's a link to his course where he goes through every step um, of what I've discussed in this podcast and also the bits that we've missed out because we're um, running out of time and there's some key parts that you need to do after you've re- you recorded the interview and you got it on your computer, then there's some key steps that you need to do. But like I say, um, Bill's provided an excellent free course that goes through those steps and uh, I'll make sure that's in the show notes. So we're going to wrap up today's. Hopefully I've just given you the encouragement to look, find out some more about podcasting and actually having a go at it. Because like I say, the, the biggest barrier is doing that first episode. Right. Like let me, but, let me actually, I'm sorry, John, I'm, I really apologize today. I want to do, I want to participate heavily in the wrap up because I have a strong, I'm, I'm starting to develop a strong opinion about podcasts because I get the traffic to my website and I get to see how users engage with the podcast content. I've also watched some of my heroes in the internet marketing industry, such as Neil Patel and um, Dean, uh, I forget, I'm going to forget his name right now, but um, there's, there's a couple guys that I follow, the biggest guys in search engine marketing, and they are all moving to podcast and video formats. Everybody that, that I know is doing a lot of this kind of content and we're scaling back on our written content because here's what we know for sure. Google treats video content differently. They treat, they treat uh, podcasts differently. Content like this raises the engagement of serious followers inside all of your digital media spaces. So in other words, if you develop a fan, a lot of people are going to come to your website or your Facebook page or however you market yourself, and they're going to bounce off. And then you're going to have somebody that your message resonates with. And that person is going to end up probably reading and listening to about as much content as you possibly have produced. If you happen to own a website, having extra additional content on it for these users to engage with is going to do two things. It's going to bring that person closer to the top of the funnel in terms of being a buyer. In other words, that serious prospect is going to listen and read like to so much of your stuff that they are going to become more likely to buy from you, to make a major decision regarding you. That's number one. Number two, from an SEO perspective, that one user engaging with hours of your content actually can change your SEO rankings because more and more and more Google is focused on user intent, including how long people are staying on the site. Now, I don't know this for sure, nor nor does any other internet marketer, but we all believe that there is something that Google takes the average time that people engage with your content. And one of the things that creates an average is those power users that come on and, and really engage with a ton of content. So if you only have one or two people out of 100 that engage deeply with your content, you would think, well, what does that matter? The answer is it could matter a ton for the way that Google perceives engagement on your site. So having this podcast stuff and other stuff, even though you might be appealing to a very small percentage of your total audience, is a really great way to go. That's why I'm doing it. That's why I wake up at god-awful 8 a.m. 
because uh, I'm a night worker. So I, I, but I do it and I've been doing it. How many? I think we've done six months of episodes now, maybe even more. It's but, probably longer. Actually, the time goes quick, doesn't it? It's, Jesus, it's, it does. So yeah. anyway, that's that's the wrap up, folks. Um, or from me. Sorry, John. I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it off to you. I just wanted to make sure that got in. There. Oh, no. So, Robert, what's the best way to get hold of you and find out more about you, your company, what you're up to, and your your latest ideas? Um, always, always my website, even though I don't produce a lot of new content, you'll find these episodes on my website. You'll find, uh, what I do produce on my, on my, like the, the handful of posts that I do every year posted on my website. What's coming up for me next is uh, a much requested and I've resisted for a long time, but I'm doing a KV core, uh, review, which is something that I've pushed off for literally like three years. So that's going to be hitting my website in the next, in the next couple of months. Uh, so stay tuned. And if you want to find out more about MailRight, have a personal, um, review with me i will go through the whole program with you and you can make your own decision if you think it would help you in your business the go to the mail right website that's mail-right.com r-i-g-h-d.com and um, it's got all the episodes of our previous podcast and you can book a free like say walk through with me um and we can also have a quick discussion about some of your real estate problems if that sounds helpful we'll be back next week with either a great interview between me and robert or a guest and we'll see you next week folks bye <laughs>